0: We were designed for deep and intimate connection, but far too often we find ourselves on relational autopilot. You want the marriage you dreamed of, not the marriage that you're settling for.
1: Each week we share personal and professional stories, giving you tools and guidance, empowering you to restore and reimagine the marriage you always wanted. Welcome to the Thrive Marriage Podcast.
0: We've been in a series on desire and how really beneath every conflict there is desire. We kicked off the month by listening to a snippet of an interview that we had in the Thrive Marriage Lab with Sam Joelman, And then last week, Mark and Tracy kind of talked about what that looks like in their relationship. And so it's our turn. Where do we see that, that understanding of what Sam really offered us, that behind every argument usually is some deeper desire? It's not about the argument at all. It's about something that's really a longing and it's unmet underneath that.
1: You know, I think um, when we talk about conflict or whatever and underneath each of the conflicts, there is the desire. Our relationship, I wouldn't say that we have a really contentious relationship. Right.
0: I know. I loved how Mark kicked it off with, we have a lot of desire. We have a
1: lot of desire. <laughs>
0: Otherwise saying, we have a lot of conflict and a lot of arguments. And I wouldn't describe our relationship like that.
1: Hmm. Yeah. And so we have tension and we have disagreements and all the normal things, but it doesn't escalate usually into any kind of uh, fight or harmful thing or whatever, what does happen. And this is that cyclical nature that Mark and Tracy talked about last week, is that um I regularly hurt you by something I do or don't do. And from that comes the tension or the conflict, if you will, right, where there is an increasing distance that something I've done hurts you. And now all of a sudden there is a chasm between us. And right.
0: I mean, I think that's what maybe the first point to make is that yeah. conflict can be defined differently based on your relationship based on your style of relating your attachment style right so for us conflict is distance conflict is tension it's not raising our voices or really having it out with one another but that's not to say that that that's not there for us
1: yeah we both go to when we're when we're feeling some kind of tension we both go to a shutdown place
0: just with yeah withdrawn
1: withdraw from each other and like okay we're done we're gonna pull away.
0: Right. Yeah. Or just sad, right? I mean, that hurt is it's it's sad. It's and it is completely what Sam said. It's it's desire that is not met. And our response is, well, I just shouldn't have tried. I shouldn't have hoped again. I shouldn't have offered that again. Um, so there's I think there's a combination as well of kind of hurt and contempt for the other and also shame for ourselves that we hoped again. We risked again. Right. And that combination is lethal.
1: Yeah. And that's been happening. We've been married now for 25 years. And so that's been happening for 25 years. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I think
0: one of the most powerful examples that I have in in memory, probably because I've written about it, um, happened about 16 years ago. Mm -hmm. And our middle child was one or two. We were at a conference in the Middle East. I was one of the few women there. We had brought our kids. And I had just lost all that baby weight. And I had purchased a new outfit because there was going to be a banquet at the end of this conference. And I was excited about it. It was really girly. And it was accompanied by faux suede pink shoes, Mm -hmm. which is really not me at all. Not my style at all. Like this, the whole outfit was really me vocalizing femininity, loveliness, hope, risk. I mean, all of those desires were oozing out of these shoes, really. I mean, if we could be that dramatic. Mm -hmm. So night of the banquet comes. I'm there at the table with two kids on either side of me and six other men, Mm -hmm. as well as you, Mm -hmm. all different nationalities. And after a few minutes of pleasantries, first course comes. All of you guys are talking shop talking business, ministry business, and I'm manning two kids under the age of four. And so it wasn't long before I needed to take them back to the room, put them to bed, excuse myself from the the event. But while I'm sitting there, I'm very aware of my feet. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. And I was not. I was not.
0: And I can feel it now. Mm -hmm. Because... The, the unmet desire, the not being seen, um, as silly as the shoes were.
1: Oh, those aren't, that's not silly.
0: I mean, it just wasn't about that.
1: Right. It wasn't about the shoes, but it was so about the shoes.
0: Right. And it was about you, and it was about the organization we were with and the environment we were in. I mean, just as a woman trying to express all that I had in my heart, I was invisible. Mm-hmm. And so I remember going back alone as a mom with two young kids, putting them to bed and slowly taking off the new shirt, the new skirt, the new necklace, and last each shoe Mm -hmm. and putting them in the shoebox with the silica gel Mm -hmm. where they remained Mm -hmm. unopened for 13 years. Mm -hmm. And if that doesn't symbolize (laughs) how long a hurt can be held, I don't know what does. Right.
1: And I love that you brought it up from 16 years ago, right? That that, that, is a, that is a pattern of where I continue to miss you. And underneath, you know, what I can explain what's usually going on for me. But really underneath it, it's not about what's going on for me. It's what's going on for you and how I have missed you, how I don't notice, how I don't pursue. And so rather than a, a conflict or a fight about it, we you know you go to a place of hurt i go to a place of shame how could i let this happen again right there's something underneath that i desperately want to notice you i desperately want to see those things i desperately want to have a sense of like um undercover intimacy that we have at the table that i know the shoes are there too right and yet i don't i miss i i i i I just keep doing it and that desire to be seen on your end is where most of our tension, you know, or your end or my end, whichever place the desire is, it's 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 that the desire is not being seen or met.
0: Yeah. And I would say in some ways there's been great improvement in those 13 Yay. years. But in some ways the stakes are even higher because I am even more fearful to mm-hmm. make to take that risk when I do. My the level of my desire has like exponentially increased right because it's a huge risk Mm -hmm. and so not every time but when you miss that then the the pain the hurt and the distance i will create is even greater
1: Mm -hmm. yeah and that's where we find ourselves that's the tension and the recovery from that is not just Let's negotiate a new way to handle the kids. Let's find a way to figure out the budget. It's not those kinds of conflicts. It's far, far deeper and a lot more personal. And it comes really out of our stories um, of what we bring literally to that table in the Middle East, right? The stories that we bring there. And, um, and that's where I find myself often as well, in those places of desire. Uh, with you, that then doesn't get mad or doesn't get seen or something happens. And that's our place of conflict.
0: hmm And I mean, here's the hard thing. Like, that's just being a human. Right. I mean, I don't expect that just because you're a counselor and you help marriages all the time, walk through (laughs) conflict and tension, that you're this perfect man at home, that you're able to to always see what's going on beneath the surface or name story. Like, we're just, we're human Mm -hmm. and we're going to mess it up. And that's really the story of marriage. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. And it takes work. It takes work for us to step into, and and this is like you said, it has improved over the last several years, but um, it takes work for us to learn, attune, be quick to forgive, uh, and come back together and go, wow, that happened again. Dang, that happened again. And I don't like that it happened again, but at the very least, we notice now it happened again, Mm -hmm. right?
0: Right. Well, and I just I love the the lens through which Sam explains this, and I think it would be helpful even in our next conflict that is more over money or you know something more tangible and in our face, more obvious, more visible. Mm -hmm. That we could pause and I mean, just even to ourselves at first, wonder, be curious. What's the desire? Mm That's, that's really at play here. What is he ultimately desiring here in this tense moment? And just to be able to be curious about each other in that way, I wonder how many you know tense conversations could be diffused if mm-hmm. we did that.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, and also like how Sam said, he, um, he talked about how we criminalize our spouse in that moment, that when there is the tension or there is the miss or the hurt, that we immediately go to this place of you're a criminal, right? You've committed a crime mm-hmm. against
0: me. You're my enemy. You're
1: my enemy. And this language that he's given us around what is the desire actually diffuses quite a bit, quite a bit of that, right? Mm-hmm. It's, oh, right, you are a human and you have desires and I have desires. And so let's find a way to mm-hmm. meet each other's desires rather than you know come to this place of criminal activity with one another <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. right right and instead of viewing the others you know you're attempting to power over me um where are you also hurting right mm-hmm. now
1: yes yeah and to offer grace in those moments and, and presence in those moments rather than go to the to the young place that just inevitably inevitably shows up there
0: mm-hmm. yeah. yeah okay so let's let's go practice that
1: okay sounds really good
0: Thanks for listening to the Thrive Marriage Podcast, where each week we're bringing you personal and professional stories to help your relationship. You can learn more about us at com, or find out more about the Thrive Marriage Lab membership community over in our digital laboratories, restorylabs.com. We open membership up only twice a year, so make sure you join the waitlist to be the first to know. We'll see you same time, same place next week.